Okay, hi, hi, hi. It's time to do the math grind today. Welcome to After Class, the podcast, our Algebra 1 Week 9 overview. So we're going to go over multiplying polynomials. We did three sections worth of it, 25-1 through 25-3. We'll look at our mathematician and then have a mathematician of the week and then have a quick assessment overview. So let's get into the topics. Our mathematician of the week this week was Fern Y. Hunt. Fern was born in 1948 in New York City, and her parents actually never finished college. It was a teacher who pushed her to pursue math and science. She got her bachelor's in mathematics from Bryn Mawr College, um, her master's and her doctorate from New York University's current Institute of Mathematics. Um, and then she ended up just doing a lot of research. She did research for the National Institute of Health and Laboratory in the Laboratory of Mathematical Biology from 1981 to 82, and then the National Bureau of Standards from 86 to 91. In 93, she started doing mathematical problems for physics and chemistry research for the National Institute of Standards and Technology and individually uh, researched aerogotic theory of dynamical systems. She received the Arthur S. Fleming Award in 2000 for outstanding federal employment. Um, she was a member of the Graduate Record Examination Mathematics Board from 88 to 91. In 92, she became a member of the board of the Bryn Mawr College Board of Trustees. In 94, she became a member of the Biological and Environmental Research Advisory Committee for the Department of Energy. And she earned many recognitions, like uh, being recognized as mathematically gifted and black for a Black History Month in 2017 as an honoree. She was inducted to the Class of Fellows of the American Mathematical Society in 2019. And the Association of Women in Mathematics included her in their 2020 cast class of AWM fellows. And that's our Mathematician of the Week, Fern Y. Hunt. Okay, we're going to start with 25-1. Our target was I can use the distributive property to multiply expressions. We went through, again, a reminder of the distributive property saying that we have to take the term from in front of your uh, parentheses and make sure it goes into every term in the parentheses. Or it's kind of the same for polynomials. So we had two methods to do this. We did two binomials by binomials specifically. So that means we are multiplying something with two terms by something else with two terms. We use the box method and the FOIL method. So for our box method, we made a box and split it into four sections. And we wrote one term above each row and or above each column and next to each row. So we would take the term from above our box in the column and to directly to the left of it and multiply them together. And we did those for all four boxes. Then we would combine like terms and wrote it in standard form. The other way was to FOIL it. So we did first, outer, inner, last. That's what FOIL stands for. We would do the first two terms in each of our polynomials, then the outermost terms, so the first term and the last term, then the innermost terms, and then the last two terms in the polynomials, and we'd combine like terms again, and then write it in standard form. So we did two days of this. The first day was kind of, again, a little introductory to the distributive property, and then the second day, we focused on just practicing our FOIL method and our box method, and that's 25-1. Okay, so then we went into 25-2, which there were two days of as well. So 25-2, our target was I can multiply polynomials and I can find special products of 
binomials. So we reviewed FOIL and the box method, but really we were focusing on two special cases for binomials. The first one being a difference of squares. So a difference of squares is the product of binomials that form a plus b times a minus b. What happens is those middle terms cancel out. So if you have a plus b times a minus b, your answer is just going to be a squared minus b squared. So there is no middle term. They just cancel out. It's just the first and the last term. You can still FOIL or use the box method for this and you will get the correct answer. The next day for 25-2, for 25-2 day two, we focused on another um, special form of our of our multiplying binomials by binomials. So for 25-2-2, we focused on when we had a plus b squared or a minus b squared. So those also have a special name and a special like little quick equation we can use without having to FOIL or to solve them. So those are called the square of a binomial. So again, it's when a plus b is when it's a plus b squared or a minus b squared. If we have a plus b, we can put that in the form of a squared plus 2ab plus b squared. When it's a minus b squared, we can put it in a squared minus 2ab plus b squared. So they're the same as if they have a different sign for that second term. Otherwise, they are exactly the same. Again, you can use the FOIL method or the box method for this one, and it will still work out and get you your correct answer. That is just a shortcut if you need it. So that's 25-2. Then we went into 25-3, and 25-3 we did in two days, and specifically our targets were I can use a graphic organizer to multiply polynomials, and I can use the distributive property to multiply polynomials. We had been focusing on binomials by binomials, so multiplying two terms by two terms. Um, these two days for 25-3, we focused on polynomials that were bigger than two terms. So we'd have two terms and three terms, or maybe four terms and two terms. So again, they were different. So you can either make a buy or a graphic organizer to make that graphic organizer, you would need to have the number of rows and columns be equal to the number number of terms in each polynomial. So if you had a two by three, so if you had a binomial multiplied by a trinomial, you would need at least two columns and three rows or two rows and three columns. So again, you need to make sure that it corresponds with the correct number of terms in the graphic organizer, and then you would do it just like the box method. And the other method we did is this distributive property, which again, we used it to multiply any binomial by another by making sure that each term in the first polynomial was multiplied by each term in the second polynomial. It's very similar to FOIL, as if there are more terms, so just not first, outer, inner, last. And we did two days of this, so we really focused on a lot of the ones we focused on were two terms and three terms, which are going to be like the ones on your assessment. That's 25-2. Okay, so now that we are done going through all of our new sections, we're going to go ahead and go over our assessment overview. So the assessment for this one, assessment number nine, there are three sections. It's the last time you're seeing section 22-1, 22-2, 22-3, which is about exponential growth and decay. So you can potentially skip that section or you don't have to. The first question for that, it gives you a equation. It asks you to list the starting value, the constant factor, and tell me if it's growth or decay. The second one has a picture of the graph and it's going to ask, is it exponential growth, decay, or neither? And you just circle which one you think it is. 
Second section 24-1, 2, and 3, we are adding and subtracting polynomials here. So they're like the last one. The first question adds, asks you to add the polynomial and write it in standard form. Then tell me the degree of the polynomial, the leading coefficient, and to classify it. The second one is the same thing, except instead of adding, you are subtracting. Remember to distribute that negative one when you subtract, and you only subtract or add a like term, so they need the same exponent and the same variable. Again, you need to make sure you write the degree of the polynomial, the leading coefficient, and classify it. Quadratic trinomials may be helpful for this assessment. Your last section is 25, 1, 2, and 3, which is our new section, our multiplying our polynomials. You have two questions that are multiplying binomial. So you can either use FOIL or box method. You will have two questions where our special cases come in handy. So you can use the FOIL or the box method. That is up to you. Um, or if you remember your special cases, those like little equations, you can use those there. And the last one, the last two actually are going to be multiplying a binomial by a trinomial. So you'll either need to use the distributive property or graphic organizer to do this. But again, it should be very similar, but there's just going to be more multiplication steps. And that is our assessment number nine overview. I actually also already have assessment number 10. So we're going to go ahead and do an assessment number 10 overview as well. So assessment number 10 only has two sections. It's the last time you're seeing section 24-1, 2, and 3. So you can skip that section or you can continue on. Just like the other two assessments, there's two questions, one adding, one subtracting, and you need to make sure you write both in standard form, the degree of the, call, the polynomial, the leading coefficient, and classify it. And when classifying it, quadratic trinomial may come in handy. Then our last section is going to be 25, 1, 2, and 3. It's the second time you see it. It's set up exactly the same as last time. So two, uh, the first two questions are you just FOIL it or you do your box method. The next two questions are the special cases where if you remember those equations, you can use them. Otherwise, FOILing and the box method works for that. And then our last two questions, you have a binomial by a trinomial. So you'll either need to use the distributive property or the graphic organizer to make sure you distribute each term in the first one to go into the second one. A reminder that if you have something like x plus 5 squared, you need to rewrite that as x plus 5 times x plus 5. Or if you have y minus 2 squared, it's y minus 2 times y minus 2. Again, if you're going to use the FOIL method or the box method for that one, you need to make sure you rewrite it correctly. And that's our assessment number 10 overview. <laughs> Okay, so that is it for After Class, the podcast, our week number nine overview. So what we went over this week is our mathematician, Fern Y. Hunt, sections 25, 1, 2, and 3, as well as our assessment number nine and assessment number 10 overview. So that looks like it's it. I'll see you in class. Mm -hmm.